Hello, 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 and welcome to the Altwork podcast, where we explore the new frontiers of work and challenge everything you thought you knew about your career, business, and the world of work. I am Victoria Rellas, and with me is my co-host, Saki Rasul. Hi, Saki. And today, we're going to talk about kill being nice, embracing your power, and transforming relationships. So kill being nice is actually originally an article that Saki and I co-wrote. Uh, and since then, we have used it numerous times in our programs. And I think it's one of our most popular articles. And I think that's because it's a concept that can be very helpful, but initially very perturbing and very provocative. So we thought we'd hop on here and do an episode on this so we can dive deeper and talk about it more. Uh, so I have anything you'd like to add or say? Sure. Thank you, Victoria. Um, you know, we thought uh, very carefully about whether to do this topic or not, and how we might do it. And I think I would like to start off by saying that by still being nice, we do not invite you to start being rude. Mm. Hmm? Kill being nice is fundamentally an invitation to not tolerate nonsense, mm. to not tolerate bullshit. Also, kill being nice is not an invitation to have a vendetta or invitation to, uh, to have, you know, vengeance. Mm -hmm. Kill being nice is an invitation to owning your own power. Mm. And yes, if you have had a strategy of uh, being nice in place and you begin to shift your stance to being direct, it can have consequences in certain cases. So you need to do it in a way that you're responsible for your well-being, but at the same time, do not accept a violation or indignity as a must-have in life. Mm, well said. Yep, exactly. Thank you. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons I think this topic is so provocative is because to be nice is actually something that is promoted and taught to us since we are very young. Uh, and, I mean... I heard from my parents and we hear many times from my parents, I think all the time to be nice and to be nice and to be nice. And so I guess my uh, starting question is, why are we taught to be nice? And what does being nice really mean? Or what do we mean by being nice? Hmm. Why don't you say a little bit about that? How do you, you've been, we've been talking about this topic for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And um, how, how does that occur to you, Victoria? I'm curious. Well, I think what we mean by someone being nice is someone that uh, stays in the status quo. Someone that does not disrupt um, the general thought or the general idea and kind of keeps like, you know, order and peace and helps everyone be like somewhat feel the same and comfortable. Um, and not call out bullshit when it needs to be called out. That's what I think being nice means. No, I think you're uh, you're right on. Being nice means to um, to give up some dignity, to suffer some injustice, to to suffer silently, and continue to have a smiling face. Mm -hmm. Being nice is to sometimes is not to own up 
to the to the to the nonsense that's going on maybe you are doing the nonsense maybe other people are doing the nonsense being nice is to keep a good front yeah good front and uh, uh resentment in the back party in the back mm-hmm. and that way of being that inauthentic way of being is what we're saying uh what we're asking people to let go yeah but then why are we taught to be nice growing up you know i mean it can't all be that bad i mean we're saying it like being nice is like such so it has to do with indignity and people don't want to experience indignity but still we are taught to be nice so why are we taught to be nice hmm. that's a really good question victoria it's uh it turns out not all uh families uh, uh teach their children to be nice uh True. most do and it has to do a little bit with class as well mm-hmm. and human being let's look at the history of it human being is a historical animal we live inside this narrative that the arc of history shapes for us the last couple of 100 years we have had this industrial style management in which the job was to act in a standard way and the human nature should be fitted into this boxed categories into this standard categories so and maybe if your job was uh, to execute some uh, prefigured uh, t- list of tasks and prefigured out set of procedures and everything then maybe an external behavior no matter whatever the heck is going on in your mind in your heart and you're being resentful doesn't matter as long as the assembly line keep running it was fine mm-hmm. maybe there was some indignity that you suffered or certain group of people suffered or certain gender or certain sect or something uh of uh, people suffered it was fine because the factory is running now what's going on in this era that the the style of work is changing the style of work is a lot more dynamic than it ever was in the past the current style of work um has many new perturbances many new breakdowns um instabilities upsets that show up so today we need to find a new way of being mm-hmm. um that allow us to deal with this kind of a uh, dynamic nature of work mm-hmm. if we continue to be nice while having resentment in the background that would not work today mm-hmm. for to work effectively today people are going to need to think together about important challenges important breakdowns important roadblocks and sometimes we need to alert each other if we are if we are stuck in some bias or something or stuck in some wasting behavior wasting habit we need to get each other's attention and we need to give each other permission to get each other's attention mm-hmm. so we need to develop a new way of being we called mm-hmm. it being straight but that is not to be confused with a romantic orientation so yeah. we can call it uh, being direct yeah. being direct now being direct does not mean being rude mm-hmm. right you can be kind and being direct as a matter of fact being direct uh comes from some care for each other and so we bless our teachers and parents uh that taught us that uh, be nice be nice have a smiling face because they were taught the same thing because they had the jobs in this industrialized uh society where all you needed to do was go 9 am to 5 pm to your job keep a nice front do your tasks come home and uh, whatever resentments and whatever 
uh, horrible moods you had going on. And if you have some injustice happening, take it out in your private life or do something to deal with it. Yeah. That whole way of being is now um, is now leaving us. Yeah. Before you move on too quickly, because hmm. you just said so much. So let's like pause hmm. for a second. Okay. Um, in you sharing, I a new thing came into my mind, which we talk a little bit more on the article about hmm. being nice taken as a personality trait. Hmm. Um, and I'm thinking like growing up, we're always taught to, you know, be nice. And I'm thinking that I, I think parents do that just to instill manners and for kids to grow up um you know being courteous and and patient right to be nice um but i think what happens is maybe that we take that as a like a defining characteristic of us that oh we are nice and we take it as like a personality trait and then we go on in our lives grow up go to school go to work and continue being nice and then that's when the problem arises that when indignity does happen we sometimes don't have the skill to say, okay, being nice is not what I should be in this situation, mm -hmm. or this is not helping me anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like we said in the article, instead of seeing being nice as a personality trait, we suggest to see it as a mood. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, being nice, uh, we sometimes assume to say, hey, some people are naturally uh very nice, nice or being nice is kind of it's not really a personality trait what you call personality is just an accumulation of uh, some habits some assessments uh, that you made when you were young about your way of being that hey maybe if you if you were if you smiled at your parents or uh, smiled at uh, you know something you got candy or something so mm -hmm. the behavior got reinforced mm -hmm. and you made up the idea that if I am nice, I will, I will get things. Now, yeah. like you went in that direction, that is not to be confused with being courteous, being kind, um, having good manners, uh, treat, each, treat each other with respect. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. Being nice just became that no matter what you're suffering with, no yeah. matter what is being done to you, mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as a defining strategy, as a as a overarching strategy for getting things done mm -hmm. you should just be nice yeah and that is what doesn't work yeah mm -hmm. that costs us a lot <laughs> it costs us a lot yeah so let me ask you a question mm -hmm. let me turn the tables uh, around a little bit and ask you a question when we were choosing this uh, this topic uh, mm -hmm. for today's podcast we had a couple of other ideas and you insisted that we should go after this topic what is what is it that inspired you to go after this topic and um, say a little bit, you know, where you've been, you've been studying at uh, Concevian, you've been working at Concevian for some years, where you have killed being nice um, and it has brought some benefit to you. And where do you still see to be a big problem in uh, your generation and millennials and uh, Gen, Gen Z and whatever it's called? Uh, right now younger people where yeah. where do you see that being relevant today that inspired you to insist that we go on this topic okay that's a lot of questions but i'll start with uh, the first one that what inspired me to, to choose this topic um is that i see it as something that touched a lot of our participants and also something that 
um, like when we even wrote this article, I think it was like I was dealing with this issue. This is something that I, is like very personal to me because growing up, I have always been taught to be nice. Um, and there were a couple of instances um, that you helped me see where that was not helpful. But I remember the first time you said this to me, I think um, you actually said something else that nice people sync up the world. I remember being very provoked, even as a younger kid, I was like, okay, that, like even back then I knew like, mm, I don't understand, <laughs> like this doesn't feel right, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I think as I grew older, I, I kind of understood more the power of, that, the power that comes from kill being nice. And instead standing for something else, not being nice and not feeling good, but standing for like a, a care, you know, if something, if something is going on and you know, it's wrong, don't put up with it. Don't put up with bullshit, call it out. And it takes courage, um, but it's so important. So that's why I was moved to talk about this topic um, mm -hmm. this time. And mm -hmm. the way I see it working in my generation um, I think my generation does a pretty good job of <laughs> killing being nice mm -hmm. um, when it comes to um, a lot of things that we've like, you know, I don't know, when it comes to like, for example, genders, I think women have been taught more to be nice and men have been taught to. Mm -hmm. And I think we have been, a, we have done, we have done a good job of kind of uh, changing that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but that's all I see for my generation as a total. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you um, thank you? That that mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, can you think of a particular um, place or particular domain or dimension of your work or personal life where kill being nice really worked for you and you saw the benefit of being direct um, versus being nice? Um, like a specific situation. I'm just curious. It's our group of situations or an area of your life or a particular um, um, place where you have seen uh, sure. indirect works much better for you. Well, this is a bit off topic of uh, of works, though. Hmm. Um, but there was, a, I think there was a very defining situation where um, I, I, when I was going to school and I was taking the bus, hmm. um, sometimes weird people would come and talk to me and ask me very personal questions mm. um and I would answer them because I didn't know what else to say and I just wanted to be nice and not be mean oh, you um, were being nice mm -hmm. yeah and and just like and just like be courteous right but there was something mm. in me that felt kind of uncomfortable um and then I realized that there is no reason for me to be nice to them like I don't owe them anything I don't mm. have to be nice to them if if I have a gut feeling or intuition that I should not be sharing this information with this person and I just don't feel comfortable doing it, then mm. I just should, shouldn't do it. <laughs> so that's um, a mm. bit off work related, but that was one specific situation that I think stuck with me for a long time. No, I think it's, I think it's quite right on because um, in this particular case, uh, giving up being nice and being direct kind of became your protection. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times uh, uh, women are taught, not only women, but uh, sometimes certain um, cultures or certain races yeah. uh, are taught that you should be nice. And what happened that that becomes the exploitative mechanism for yeah. others. 
yeah that people feel that that if they are uh being direct or they're saying no or they're saying no i will not tolerate this bullshit then uh it becomes sort of like they're bad people yeah. and good people are always nice so that fundamental yeah. strategy yeah. ends up uh working against you yeah so that's really good i have another question though something you said earlier in your in your um uh in your earlier response you said that my generation is uh getting really good at uh killing being nice what do you do you do you feel i i really don't know i'm asking like honestly and yeah. genuinely i don't have like a presupposition here yeah but do you feel that um that they might be getting more into being rude and how do you define uh what is the distinction between being rude and being nice and if you are to say a message to your generation about the distinction of being rude mm-hmm. that when uh being uh, uh giving up being nice goes into being rude mm-hmm. um how how does that work and would you do you want to say something about that yeah that's a really good question it's actually a very important part of this whole topic like the fine line between killing being nice but also not being rude right um and the reason i said actually that i think my generation is doing a good job is because i see it at work with um i think sometimes in the, at work there is hierarchy right there's older generations there's usually your boss is older than you so on and so forth and i think that i see it like in myself in our work and i also see it in my within my friends and their own uh, work environment that uh we are not we're no longer like just giving respect just because a someone is older than us or has um like we're, we're no longer just putting up with bullshit just because of like hierarchy mm-hmm. or or old traditions that don't really matter anymore so that's what i that's what i said um that's why i said that i think my generation with work mm-hmm. is kind of doing a good job of calling out bullshit when it needs to be called out and not being nice mm-hmm. um but the distinction between being nice killing being nice and being rude um i think what is important is for the sake of what like um for the sake of what in that conversation like what are you standing mm-hmm. for in that conversation mm-hmm. like um don't stand for being nice but also don't be rude like if there is something going on what is what's at stake what's the matter what's the care for what are you standing for are you standing for you know a person that you know is doing very good work and should not be fired so you're standing up for that person um your care is in that person it's not just to be rude you actually care for something so i think care is an important factor uh, in this conversation but that's a what do you think i would like to hear mm-hmm. i yeah it's really really good you know being rude and being nice i think that um both of those ways of being live in the same neighborhood they live on the same side of hill being nice and being rude being nice and being rude because if yeah. you take a look at it uh what's underneath both of those is the mood of resentment hmm? one mm. is a li- little bit different mm. uh, outward mannerism is keep the resentment in heart and just keep on smiling but not all the time though you notice yeah. that often people that are pretending to be nice or acting nice can suddenly become very 
rude. They go nice, 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 boom. Or it's very obvious that they're trying to be nice. Yeah, the teeth get really clunchy and the jaws get really... And sometimes there's an explosion. Hmm? You continue to be nice. You continue to suffer something or you continue to have the assessment that I'm being violated, whether you're violated or not violated. Maybe you're perceiving something as a violation and you continue to be nice and you suddenly explode in a moment. So I think that the mood of uh, resentment um, is kind of what's underlying both of these ways of being. Mm. Um, Whether you uh, blow up or don't blow up or suffer silently or continue to give up your dignity. And if you do blow up, you still continue to be uh, suffering in dignity. If you Mm. lose your temper and blow up in a conversation, that costs you your power. Mm -hmm. You are taken less seriously by others when you have this kind of way of being. Yeah. So the, the opposite side or the other neighborhood or the other side of the hill, I think that being direct, being kind and being caring, they, they are related to each other. Mm-hmm. If you develop a way of being direct, maybe if somebody said something to you and you say, excuse me, what did you say that? What do you mean by that? Maybe uh, indignity wasn't meant or maybe insult wasn't meant, but yeah. you clarify it. Yeah. Or maybe if some insult is meant, or if there is some kind of indignity or some kind of a nonsense going around by being direct, you bring it up. By yeah. being direct, you uh, open the space in which now that can be dealt with. And when you're being direct, uh, the mood of care, mutual care, care for yourself, care for your dignity, care for other people's dignity and care for the matter at hand. You know, if you're at work, then the matter at hand is the customer that you must satisfy or the product you must build or service you must do, whatever you're doing. If you're in a family situation, then care for the household, care for the family. Uh, Out of that care, you can have some courage to bring it up. Mm -hmm. And out of of, uh, kindness, to the other person, if someone else has an obnoxious behavior uh, that they are saying, you can have kindness towards that. And out of your kindness, you can be direct. You mm. can perturb the game. You can disturb the game. Mm. Hmm? How how does that uh, sound? I, I I I like everything you're saying, and 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 some and things are coming to mind that uh, being direct is risky. No, <laughs> like someone if someone has been uh being nice for a good part of their life and is accustomed to being nice at work it can be very difficult to give up being nice no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how how does how do you suggest someone go about that go about um like which giving way? up giving question? up giving up being nice mm-hmm. and becoming more direct i think the the precondition is uh is that you must get in touch with what's at stake. Yeah, I agree. There is a way of being that you give up because if you try to only change the outwardly behavior, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You'll end up being weird. Sometimes you're trying to be rude. Sometimes you're being nice. So there is a way of being that you need to give up. And that way of being is that I will tolerate bullshit. Yeah. I will tolerate my own bullshit. I will tolerate other people's bullshit. This is what you need to give up. Yeah. So when you give that up, 
and why you should give that up because what's at stake look what's yeah. at stake what's at I stake i was going to ask you what's the risk of not giving this up the risk of not giving this up is um that it can cost you your dignity mm-hmm. it can cost you your time it mm-hmm. can cost you your potential you may lose uh, opportunity we have short amount of time available to us in this life on this planet in which we must make the most of life ungar says life is the greatest good so the time that we have available we must make the most of this of this time that's available to us time that is spent in being nice and suffering silently is time wasted so first you must bring care for your own dignity your own potential your own time your own capital and then care for what's going on in the environment mm. maybe someone else is getting uh, uh, uh violated or abused or insulted and someone else's right is being um being damaged so out of care for that out of love for others you must give up being nice and begin to build some courage to be direct and once mm. again we're not asking you to start being rude but being yeah. direct is start to speak that you wouldn't speak otherwise yeah start to speak that you're scared to speak hmm? start to speak that you think that others will lose it or i will lose it start being direct out of kindness hmm? out of care and out of love for what's happening in the environment you can begin to uh begin to build a way of being and begin to invite people to investigate and ponder about what's going on Mm. I like that. I think what you said here was totally key. Start being kind. Uh start being direct out of kindness. I think mm-hmm. that's very key. Mm-hmm. Um okay, but you know, relating to work. Mm. Some a friend of ours recently uh approached us who was struggling with this concept because she told us that uh in her industry, I think it was a marketing industry, uh is littered with rudeness and people uh screaming at each other. um so being nice is now being promoted as a solution to all that nastiness right um and that's why she was kind of uh, going back and forth with us of you know why kill be nice when everyone else is being so rude and nasty with each other that seems like what i should do right mm-hmm. uh so how would you react to that yeah good question i think it makes sense that if um any kind of courtesy or manners or any kind of care for each other from some space is gone mm-hmm. and there is no listening and everybody's shouting the first step might be to stop that but that is not to bring nice back mm-hmm. we need a better language to bring something else back we need to bring care back we need to bring concern back we need to wake up to each other's care mm-hmm. and you don't wake up to care by just being nice mm-hmm. being nice is a hiding mood it won't work in that industry to achieve the goals that the caretakers and bosses of that industry really want to achieve if people are not direct with each other and do not build practices for speaking and listening to each other in the mood of trust and care they will simply build resentment about each other yeah. that will create enormous wastes yeah 
Yeah. Resentment is a big, it's something that destroys relationships and destroys work. And it's a genuine waste of so much possibility. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. accompanies mostly the mood of being nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, if someone is being rude, Mm -hmm. let's say at work, you have a, a, a co-worker that is just nasty most of the time. Do you think, mm-hmm. like, why why not try to be nice to them? <laughs> See if that works. I, I, uh, does it work? You know, we need to investigate. Sometimes, does it work? Sometimes, maybe sometimes um, you're comfortable. Maybe sometimes you avoid uh, feeling uncomfortable. I got that for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, does being nice work if somebody's being rude and being obnoxious all the time and you uh, respond by being nice, you may avoid dealing with the situation temporarily, but it doesn't help them and it doesn't help you. If they are hurting you in this case, then they will hurt other people in other cases. Mm. It doesn't really uh, end. There is no working relationship. There is no trusted relationship between you two or you three or how many people are in the environment everybody is then worrying about defending themselves everybody's worried about not triggering that person everybody's worried about uh holding their breath or as they say you know walking on uh eggshells uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah walking on eggshells around that is not a way of being that is conducive to innovation that yeah. can produce remarkable results. You yeah. do not accomplish the impossible if you are dealing with a rude person in your work and you're walking on eggshells. You yeah. can have a pretentious relationship. You can have a superficial relationship, but yeah. you cannot have an authentic relationship. Mm. What you want to avoid doing, and it took mm. me a long time to learn this lesson myself, that mm. often people are being rude. There is a... Uh, at least for me, that's not for everyone uh, growing up, how I grew up, there is a tendency that I should respond with equal rudeness. And maybe if I respond with equal rudeness, maybe the person will really wake up and it doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. It's what is that says, if everybody takes eye for an eye, uh, soon enough, everybody will be blind in the city. Mm -hmm. So that way of strategy doesn't work. But out of kindness, You can be direct. You can say, look, this way of being doesn't work. This way of being produces a mess. You can even own it. You can say this way of being, it has an impact on me. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Do you care about the impact? Remind the person of the shared care. Mm -hmm. Remind the person of the mutual care. Mm -hmm. In a family situation, you can remind the person of a shared love that all family members intrinsically share for each other Mm -hmm. have for each other maybe that has been forgotten Mm -hmm. at work maybe the shared care is for the customers for the people that you are building the product for or delivering a service to and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so that out of that shared care you want to get their attention you Mm -hmm. want to take some level of risk now there is always a risk that once you start to change your way of being, if you have been nice in response to rudeness and and you begin to shift that, it can upset things. If uh, suppose your uh, your boss's boss, your skip level 
has been super rude and obnoxious and uh, and abusive and you have been the way to deal with that uh, is that you're just being nice i remember one time at microsoft we my skip level he was uh, so rude to everybody any mm -hmm. other group uh, he was a group leader of this team the whole uh, department uh, general manager of the whole department and the anytime other general managers came trying to collaborate respond with rudeness respond with rudeness other people did not accept his rudeness they went away mm -hmm. one another group tried to collaborate with this group and they were responded with rudeness they went away internally everybody was just scared to to bring the issues up everyone just being nice everywhere he went around um uh the people said oh you know let's call uh, let's give it some standard name joe joe was not the name to change the name say hey joe how are you doing and joe would respond with rudeness and say hey did you you know do this and you're so dumb and so stupid and that just went on and on and on few years later i of course left the department and did something else the product did not survive it could not compete in the marketplace innovation was killed and better products better competitors showed up in the marketplace and killed the product i would say hundreds of millions of dollars were wasted and that's really what provoked me if i were to go back in the past if i am to invent a time machine and go back in the past i would probably say something i would say hey joe you know what is with that way of being i don't think it works i think that you scare people i think that you do damage to yourself and eventually that person also had to leave microsoft Mm -hmm. that person eventually is it cost that person their own career and yeah. it didn't really work out yeah. um uh but since i cannot go back in the past now wherever i see obnoxious behavior going on i take a risk yeah sometimes i do lose sometimes i lost a customer because that customer says listen why are you uh pointing at my personality i have hired you to just do that job so just you know uh f off and just do this job and i said it it doesn't work it just doesn't work mm -hmm. first of all the level of job you want us to do we won't be able to do in an environment like this mm -hmm. you cannot squeeze the best work out of people out of fear mm -hmm. you can make some minimal bars out mm -hmm. of fear but you cannot squeeze you cannot squeeze innovation out of people mm -hmm. for that the environment has to be where you feel that you can be your best self mm -hmm. when people are being rude the bosses are being rude my message to them that there is no way people around you are going to be their best selves mm -hmm. people around you are going to be suppressed they're going to be looking for opportunity to leave they're going to talk bad behind your back and then another kind of a nasty mood settles in of gossip mm -hmm. gossip gets in the way people yeah. gossip all the time you know you can't be like direct to that person so let's talk behind that person's back and i can tell you gossip can kill any culture any project at any time so it doesn't work out yeah yeah mm. okay uh, <laughs> um something came to mind mm. when you were talking and it is that and this is why we debated having this podcast and discussed it so much mm. um that kill being nice we are 
talking to a specific person, a person who we think should not put up with bullshit mm-hmm. and should not go through indignity, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking to that person. Mm-hmm. We are not talking to the person who is rude and nasty because they mm-hmm. don't have to kill being nice. They have to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the people who are nasty and rude, how does this relate to them or does it not relate to them? And is it just mm-hmm. a different topic that we will have at some point? It's it's good question. I think maybe, like you said, uh, maybe let's do a podcast called Kill Being Rude. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah, do a like, podcast called Kill Being yeah, Rude. Yeah. But yeah. the the foundation is the same. What that person who is being rude um, has perhaps lost some relationship with the care, what they really care about. Maybe they got violated in their background somewhere. Maybe they believe that others are violating them and being rude is the only way they're going to recover some dignity. Mm. And it sounds like a logical thing to do. Mm. It sounds like uh, very logical that uh, if I have uh, been insulted, I've been violated, uh, people will suppress me, people will run all over me if mm-hmm. I'm not rude. And maybe by being rude, they initially get some results. Mm-hmm. Maybe they scare people and maybe people begin to be a little careful and not violate them. But uh, you become, it's a, it's a lonely road. You become very lonely. You become mm-hmm. uh, isolated you become, you suffer silently anyways, the same person who is being nice, who suffers silently, the person who is being rude also suffers silently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless you're apathetic, which is a, a deep psychological, spiritual kind of a disease. Mm-hmm. But most people are not apathetic. Mm-hmm. Most people are just resigned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my friend uh, Chauncey says that people that are resigned they actually care about something deeply. They actually, uh, that's why they're resigned because they care about something. Maybe they cared about something and they gave up on it because they couldn't see how they can make a difference. Hmm. Maybe they cared about uh, kindness and they couldn't see that how kindness could work in some environment. So they gave up on that and they Hmm. became resigned at being kind and they adopted a new strategy, which is being rude, which got them initially some results. Mm-hmm. so but let's i i like the topic and i think I, let's go after that yeah i in like the, it in too. The next podcast i like it too and i like it at the core of it it's the same which is bringing care and reminding each other about what it is we care about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not falling to resignation not falling to resignation right yeah. because the person who's being nice as a strategy is also resigned that there is no other possibility the only thing i can do is being nice so the new possibility mm-hmm. could be is being loving, being caring, being direct. And what that can open up as a possibility, you cannot see ahead of time. Mm-hmm. This is not the kind of game where the results could be promised to you ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you risk your job or maybe you risk your client or maybe you risk your position a little bit. But that's that risk is worth it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what you want is you want to live a life that is unleashed that is unhinged you don't want to live in a in a box where you're just trapped in and you can't feel your wings and you want to be this big eagle that flies free Hmm? so um maybe let's uh, unless you have more questions maybe we begin to close 
and say that uh, uh, for the sake of flying like a big eagle freely um, and truly being yourself and see what's your possibility, see what's your potential, see where you might go in your job, in your career, that you want to begin to being direct. Yeah. If not for yourself, for the care of others in the system, you want to yeah. give up being uh, nice because who knows, others might really want to hear you. Victoria, yeah. the days when you started working with me and you had this whole thing going on being nice, I could have never perceived working with you, doing podcasts with you, writing uh, philosophy together with you. If you continue to be nice, in some moment, you stop being nice and you started being direct with me and sometimes about my own bullshit. And I liked it so much. And I said, and wow. That's when, that's when authentic conversations between you and me started happening. And then beautiful philosophy comes out of that because we struggle with each other and we mm -hmm. fight with each other and we say, no, but why is that? I don't understand, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. On. I, I love right. this invitation. I absolutely love this invitation. And I think, you know, you said something really good that if you're watching this and if think about a place where you have adopted being nice as a strategy and where it's no longer working, and think about giving up, giving it up, and instead being direct out of kindness, but being direct, mm -hmm. and then come fear. and share with, and then mm -hmm. come and share with us what happens about the last thing about the mm -hmm. care for the future, mm -hmm. about the care for the shared future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's one thing human beings do. We are almost always engaged in the business of inventing futures together. Anytime mm -hmm. we are working together, we're inventing some kind of a future. Human being is the kind of animal that operates out of its care for the shared future with each other. So mm -hmm. for the sake of the shared future that you have with your teammates, with your company, with your investors, with your family, we invite you to kill being nice and start being direct. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, I think that's it for today. So thank you, Sakib. Um, with this, we conclude episode seven of the All Work Podcast, Kill Being Nice, Embracing Your Power and Transforming Relationships. Um, thank you for sharing your insights and expertise. I had fun in this conversation. Um, and if you like what we had to say and want to interact with us more, make sure to join us in All Work Connect this Friday on June 2nd um, at 10 a.m. from 12 p.m. Pacific time, uh, where if you're dealing with this or any other career-related concerns you can come and ask and get a uh, free life coaching um i'll put the link in the comment section below uh, and don't forget to tune don't forget to tune in next time for more alt work conversations mm -hmm. i am victoria Reles, and this has been the all work podcast thank you thank you